1: Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bucus Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message.
0: Okay, okay. As we go through these... Dry valley hell walks of daily life, first of all, survey your surroundings. Secondly, as it picks up in Ezekiel chapter 37, verse number four, I would suggest that you do what God has told Ezekiel to do. He says, again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Let me help you right here. The second thing I think that we need to do after surveying our surroundings is you need to speak life to your situation. Lord, help me here. The Lord says to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, I need you to speak to the dry bones, Speak to the inanimate object. Speak life into this object. Speak. You do know that life and death is in the power of the tongue. You do know that. Some of our our situations are dead because we've spoken them dead. Some of the people in our lives are dead because we've spoken them to death. We've told them you ain't never going to be nothing and you just like your daddy and you always going to be this way. And so you wonder why they are living dead situations because we've spoken into existence. This is the power of your tongue. But the Lord says to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, speak life into these and tell the dry bones to hear the word of the Lord. I love this. He says, first of all, Ezekiel, when you speak, call the situation what it is. Oh, dry bone. Now, listen, y'all need to hear this. When you start speaking to your dry situation, Call it what it is. Oh, dry bones. Oh, dead marriage. Oh, broken heart. Don't be running around talking about, no, I ain't got no broken heart. I'm going to be all right. No, your heart is broken. Speak to the thing. Oh, broken heart, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, body that is sick with cancer and disease, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, dead worship, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, dry fellowship with God, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, dead life situation. See, you got to call it what it is. The reason why some of our situations stay dead is because we pretend like it ain't dead. You ain't calling it what it is. pretending like it's still okay. It's not okay. Call it what it is. Oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I love this. Watch this. He tells Ezekiel to do something that seems a little bit crazy. He says, talk to the bones. Ezekiel, you out here in a valley, in the middle of a valley that's full of dry bones. I mean, the bones have been here a long time. Ain't nothing left on the bone, But talk to the dry bones. Now, for my intellectual people, you're thinking, hmm. What good is that? Well, how that's gonna help? You know, because sometimes we too smart for ourselves. you so smart, you said ain't gonna help. I ain't speaking no come on, this is crazy. I'm out here speaking to the grass in the yard, telling the grass, come alive. And you know why it's crazy? It's crazy because God said do it. Now, I'm gonna prove my point. Because for some of us, you probably remember, you had a, I call it a prayer mobile, Anybody, you probably had one of these. The, a prayer mobile is a vehicle that was barely making it. And, you know, maybe, you know I know you're rich now. You got it going on now. You, you got fancy stuff now. But there might have been a time for most of us. We had a, we had a vehicle that you prayed that it, would, oh, that it would open. You prayed that it would start. You prayed that it would keep running. You, you prayed that it would stop running. You prayed that it would stop. You prayed it all the way along the way. You, matter of fact, you talked to this inanimate object. You said, come on, baby, baby. Come on, come on, come on. We're we going to make it, baby. Come on, come on, come on. And you was, you was putting the key in it. He said, come on, come on, baby. you going to get You're going to start. You're going to start. You talk. Now, here you are talking to a car. Lord have mercy. And watch this. This is how crazy it is. See, God didn't tell you to do that, but you did it. And you were doing it. And when the car started, you said, Yeah, there you go, baby. You made it. You all right. And you riding along in the car and the car goes, And you said, We're gonna make it. Come on, girl. You can make it, you can make it. And you going up the hill, yo, you can make it up the hill. Come on, come on. And you pressing on the gas and you pumping and pumping, And you going up the hill. Come on, we can make it. And you got to the top of the hill. You told the car. You talked to your car. Some of you even got names for the car. You talked to old blue. Come on, baby. We're gonna make it blue. We we got it now. We made it babe. Baby, you so good you got me here. And, you know, we talked to, y- y'all know what I'm talking about, your prayer mobile. And you prayed all the way. You came to the stop sign and you put your foot on the brake and you prayed that that thing would stop. Lord, Lord, please stop, girl. Come on, girl. Stop, stop, stop. Don't hit the one. Don't, don't run in the back of nobody. And when she stopped, you said, that's good. That's a good girl. You did that when God didn't tell you. But God says, speak. the inanimate object and tell the dead thing you are going to live. Lord have mercy. And he says to Ezekiel, Ezekiel Tell them to hear the word of the Lord. Now, Israel is in the position that they're in because they would not hear the word of the Lord. It's not, when I say hear, it's not just hear like came in one ear and out the other. No, it's hear and apply the word of God. Some of our dead situations are a direct result of us not hearing the word of the Lord. Lord, help me here. And, and and we could bring it to life if we would just hear, which means apply the word of the Lord. Some of us would have better bank accounts if we would just apply the word of the Lord. Some of us would have better relationships and better jobs and better health if we would just apply the word of the Lord. You know, the Bible does say gluttony is a sin, but you be eating everything. And then when a doctor say you got high blood pressure, you're wondering, why God? impression because you've been eating everything and you haven't been doing what the word of god says hear the word of the lord speak to it ezekiel tell the bones to hear the word of the lord tell the bones surely i'm going to cause you to breathe tell the bones ezekiel i'm going to bring you to life talk to the bones ezekiel and then ezekiel when you talk to the bones I'm going to cause something to happen. But Ezekiel, don't stop talking to the bones until I get through doing what I got to do. Lord, help me here. And so Ezekiel starts prophesying. He says, I started prophesying as God commanded me. I started speaking to the dead situation. I started speaking to the old dry bones. And while I was speaking, while I was prophesying, all of a sudden I heard a noise. Can I talk to somebody? Don't stop speaking until you see God finished doing his work Ezekiel says I heard I saw a noise and then I heard a rattling Lord, help, mercy. See, some of us stop speaking before the noise comes or before the rattling happens. And we think that ain't nothing going to happen. And we go, oh, ain't nothing going to happen. I'm, I'm sitting here making a fool out of myself, speaking of my, my dead situation, trying to call it back to life. No, no, no. You keep doing what God says do until God gets through doing what he has to do. And so Ezekiel says, while I was there prophesying to the bones, I was telling the bones, God says, you're going to live. God says, he's going to bring skin on you. God says... He's going to bring sinew on you. God says, you're going to live, dry bones. You need to hear the word of the Lord. He says, while I was preaching that message to these inanimate bones that were dry and very dry in the desert, while I was doing it, the bones start coming together. And then the bones came together and sinew began to wrap around the bones and flesh came on the bones. And he kept prophesying. So don't stop. Don't stop speaking just because you start seeing something happening. Watch this. And he kept prophesying and then he, and then the, the body stood up in the middle of this valley but they had no breath in them. Can I talk to somebody right here? Don't stop trusting God. Don't stop prophesying to the situation just because you got a body. No, because the body is not alive, it's just the body. Lord, help me here. Just because some structure begins to, to come back together, don't abandon the pursuit of what God has said he's going to do. Just because you got one bill paid off doesn't mean everything is over with. Just because one relationship turned around or one situation turned around or because you put some structure on something doesn't mean it's all over. No, you keep going until God gets done doing what he's going to do. And so watch this. And so as he's prophesying, then God says, now Ezekiel, speak to the wind. this is really crazy. It was bad enough speaking to the bones. But now he says, Ezekiel, speak to the wind. And tell the wind, come over here and breathe into these bodies that are standing here dead. So Ezekiel does what the Lord says. He begins to speak to the wind. And the wind comes and it fills the bodies of those who are there. And so he spoke life into the bones. And now the Bible says there's an army of men standing there alive. Y'all still here with me? Because what I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to get you, help you understand that, that your dead situation can be resurrected. There's still hope. Even though I'm walking through hell and everything seems dead, all around me is dry bones, there's still hope for life we y'all still here. So the third thing that I want to encourage you to do, not only survey your surroundings and speak to speak life to the situation, but thirdly, it picks up in verse number 11, and that is see the Savior working because in the middle of all that happens, God is at work. See, I want you to see the Savior working. In verse number 11, what happens in verse number 11 is that God comes and he explains, if you will, uh, what exactly they just saw happen, what exactly uh, Ezekiel just saw. He says, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a, a verse 30, 37, verse number 11. He said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say our bones are dry. Our hope is lost. And we ourselves are cut off, just like sometimes we feel. God, all my hope is lost. I've been cut off. You don't you don't hear me. You're not answering me. There's nothing. There's no hope of me. But he says, indeed, there uh, for prophesy to them, Ezekiel, and say to them, thus says the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open up your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into a land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from the graves, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. What I want to encourage you to do is I want you to see the Savior at work. The vision is explained here to Ezekiel. Ezekiel, this is the nation of Israel. And Israel thought that there was no hope. This morning, these dry bones may represent your life. may represent your destitute feeling that there's no hope. But maybe, maybe God can speak life into your situation. Maybe it's God's will that he would turn everything around. And God says in the same way, even though everything around them was dead, Israel, I'm going to open up your graves. Lord, have mercy. I'm going to bring that which was dead and buried back to life. And I'm going to put my spirit in and I'm going to give you your own land. Lord, help help us here. So I want you, if you happen to be someone who's here on today or listening today and you're dealing with a dead life, you're dealing with a valley of dry bones and you've lost all hope and things seem to be destitute and you don't see how God or anybody's going to work it out I need you to come with me so you can see God working I need you to come along with me I want to take you to a high vantage point so you can see what God is up to while you are frustrated while you're ready to wave the white flag I want you to know that God is at work working something out for you can I take you with me for just a moment come with me to a hill called Calvary I want you to go there to Calvary and I know that we've gotten to the place we don't preach Calvary much anymore but I want to take you to Calvary because at Calvary there's work being done there's something God is at work doing in order to make sure that our dry and dead situations are rectified and turned around it's there at Calvary that God gives his very life on the cross is there at Calvary where Jesus Christ is whipped and beaten and bruised and nailed Lord help me here to a rugged cross it's there on Calvary you've got to come see it with me because while he's there on the cross he's taking the beating that you deserve he's taking the whipping that I deserve he's going through this suffering and agony just so that we can live so that our dead situation can be brought to life but it has to be and so while He's there on the cross at calvary he's there taking the piercing in his side and blood and water are running down blood is all over his face blood is all over his body because if not for the blood my life and your life would stay dead and eternally be lost and when they put us in the grave ashes to ashes dust to dust we'd stay there but the lord said you prophesy ezekiel and tell them i'm going to open up their graves lord help me here and so I need you to understand, it's there at Calvary that God is opening up the graves. It's there at Calvary that he's making sure that the dead stuff don't stay dead. It's there at Calvary that he's giving his life. He gave his life so that you and I could have everlasting life. He didn't give his life so that we can walk around in dry places. No, he gave his life so that you and I could have abundant life. He gave his life so that you and I could flourish and see fruit of uh Labor, He gave his life on Calvary. He's there at Calvary uh, with his head uh, hanging down. And at the last, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 27, verses 51 through 53, he says that it was there Jesus gave up his spirit. And when he gave up his spirit at Calvary, you've got to see him working, Lord, have mercy. It's there at Calvary, when he gave up his spirit, the Bible says that the veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom. Lord, help me here. In other words, the separation between man's sin and God's holiness was completely now open so that we could have access to the throne room of God. Because of his blood, because of what he did, the Bible says not only did the veil of the temple tear from top to bottom it says that the earth began to quake lord help me here the earth began to break open and the earth was shaken and quaking and the rocks split open and the bible says that it is there at calvary where he died lord help me and was buried in a tomb on the resurrection when he got up the bible says that in the city of jerusalem lord help me the graves begin to open up lord and the dead begin to get up out of the grave and they began to walk the streets Lord have mercy here I'm trying to get you to see that the power of God is the means by which he's gonna turn around your dead situation it's not gonna happen based on your wisdom it's not gonna happen based on your understanding no if change is gonna happen it's gonna happen by the power of God and I want you to know something why is Calvary so important because it was there at Calvary When he gave his life and he went into a borrowed tomb but on the third day he got up lord help here and he got up with all power power to turn your marriage around power to turn your bank account around Power to heal your body of sin, sickness, and disease. Power to rectify the mess in your life. Power to put your mind back in order. Power to set your heart right. Somebody said he's a mind fixer and a heart regulator. Yeah, yeah, I'm so glad that the power of God opened up the graves and allowed life, life, life to flow, life to flow. All my dead stuff is gone, but now, help me Jesus, now I'm alive and and life is in him i'm just glad today that he opened up my graves he brought life to my dead situation i don't have to walk around worrying whether or not this is gonna be how it's gonna be no i stop out to let you know on my way to glory that this little situation that you're going through is just temporary just wait till the war gets finished doing his work don't you dare weigh the white towel it ain't time to surrender yet you sit back after you've spoken to your situation after you've surveyed your surroundings you just step back and see the hand of God and when you see him changing even as the text says you will know that it was God you will know that it was god you won't give credit to the doctor at the hospital you won't give credit to the lawyer in the courtroom You won't give credit to mama or daddy but all the glory will go to God because you surveyed and you knew everything was dead and if it was up to mama or daddy or lawyer or doctor it ain't nothing they could have done but God he brought it alive but God he fixed it but God he healed me but God he did it. I just stopped by to let you know there's hope for life in desert places with dry bones. Thank you Lord Thank you Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you God. Thank you Jesus. thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your name. Bless your name, God. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father, I love you. I bless you for this day, for this word of liberality that helps us to know we don't have to stay in dry bone places the hell that we're walking through you're going to bring it to life might be full of dry bones now but if we keep on speaking we keep on obeying and allowing our situations and ourselves to hear the word of the Lord You will turn it around. You will work. And it will be changed. Father, thank you for everlasting life that you provided for us at Calvary. Lord, maybe there's someone here today that has never trusted you as Lord and Savior of their life. Today, God, they've been walking through dry places at first they thought it was fun but now they realize it's, it's dry there's nothing here, there's no hope if I gotta keep doing this over and over and over again what a miserable life I'm gonna have they're going from one problem to the next problem from one issue to the next issue and it just seems no end, God I'm praying that they would hear you calling them today saying come unto me I'll give you life I'll breathe my spirit in you and make you alive draw men, women, boys and girls to yourself Father for that one who's going through a hard time Mm -hmm.
1: going through heartaches
0: Father I'm praying for them even right now that your spirit will lift them up and encourage them by the hearing of this word Spirit of the Lord save that one who's Mm -hmm. lost reclaim that one who's drifting draw them back to you God that they might make a new commitment to say Lord I'm committing to serve you I'm committing to be with you I've spent too much time away in dry places and I'm ready to return Lord and be faithful unto you father draw that drifter back to you today have your way in this invitation time and we'll give your name all the glory and all the honor and all the praise it's in the name of Jesus who is the Christ I pray and I thank you for what you're going to do Jesus' name I pray.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.